brought to you by Monroe County Schools in conjunction with MPTV. This is MCS Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. I'm your host, Carrie Buckendale. Good morning. Last weekend, Forsyth and Monroe County celebrated its first Super Bowl winner, Malik Herring. The Monroe County Commissioners made a proclamation declaring February 25th as Malik Herring Appreciation Day. The city of Forsyth gave Herring a key to the city, and Monroe County Schools named Herring a friend of education. Superintendent Dr. Mike Hickman spoke about Herring's dedication to our students and our system. Let's listen. I'm asking uh, Tammy Marion, principal at uh, Mary Persons, and uh, Coach Lindsey, who is athletic director, to come up while we present this award. So I remember back when uh, a middle school in sixth grade, and I was the principal, and we had a, we had a few uh, talks along the way. <laughs> but he got right, and Malik is one of our finest, and uh, we're proud to be able to present this award today. The Monroe County Schools Friend of Education Award is given to individuals or organizations for the following. Supporting the mission and vision of Monroe County Schools, supporting academic and extracurricular programs, extending time and resources to increase student achievement. Our school system honors Malik Harry with this honor today. After graduating, whether as a Georgia Bulldog or a Kansas City Chief, Malik has supported our school system, our students, and our athletic programs. It is not uncommon to see Malik on the sidelines of a football game or in the stands at a basketball game supporting his alma mater and our students and staff. During the past two Christmas seasons, Malik has sponsored a $250 shopping spree and given away a big screen television to students from each of our schools. We truly appreciate his generosity and support of our students, our schools, and our entire system. Lastly, winning a Super Bowl ring is not easy. It takes hard work, dedication, and overcoming the odds. I can remember countless weekends seeing Malik on our practice field, working out with his brother Tevin. Whether it was summer and hot or winter and cold, Malik was determined to make his dream come true. The moral to this story is that this Super Bowl ring was earned during his tenure at Mary Persons, during his time at Georgia, and during his time preparing himself for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Hard work does pay off. Thanks also goes out to our community, Malik's family, and his many friends and supporters. Without this support, true success can never be reached. Congratulations, Malik. Monroe County Schools is proud of your accomplishment and your unwavering support of our school system. You are our Friend of Education recipient. Thank you. Dr. Hickman was just one of many speakers at Saturday's event. Each one spoke about Malik Herring's drive to succeed and his determination to reach his goals. When Herring himself took the stage, he was overcome with emotion. Thank y'all. Thank, thank everybody over here to my left. Uh, every speech was amazing. Uh, meant something deep and I felt it. Uh, thank everybody that came out. I appreciate it. Um, feel y'all support and I love it. And I feel it when I'm in Kansas City in a way. Uh, this is just the only beginning. Uh, we're finna take it up another notch from here, though. I promise you. Uh, to the kids out there, man, the sky's the limit. You can be anything you want to be. Don't let nobody tell you you can't be nothing. It's your world. Make it yours. My mom, you strong. You amazing. 
<laughs> Both of y'all. I won't be a head one for y'all. Didn't nobody know but Coach Jay and Coach Chuck. I met them in sixth grade. They showed me the grind phase. I took that to my brother and I let him know, like, this is what we got to do. This is what he going to take. My pops. <laughs> I love you, boy. You said this is they want a million dollar baby. <laughs> this way we we finna take it that pop. Big more, I love you, 388. You strong. I just wanna thank y'all. I'm sorry for crying, looking weak up here right now. I love all y'all. I just can't wait to see where we're going from here. Love y'all. Herring's mother, Sabrina Mays, gave a passionate speech about raising two remarkable boys and the sacrifices parents make for their children. I would like to thank everybody that came out. Um, it's been a journey. Like Ms. Curry say from kindergarten, throughout high school, into college. And I thank T. You don't find many young men at T age that he was to take on responsibility of making sure his brother succeed. You don't find many of them put their life on hold just to come back here to support him. You don't find that. When he was playing at Valdosta State, we, was run, we would run on Fridays with Malik and run out of Valdosta State on Saturdays. And when he went to Colorado, I thought about it. You know, Malik is a handful. <laughs> and um, I said, but we're going to make it. We're going to make it. Talk to Tim. We said, we're going to make it. He's going to be all right. So when T told me, he called me and he said, Mama Coach Nelson called me. He said, that's the best news I ever heard. He said, he may have a job for me. I said, well, T, what you going to do? He said, Mama, I'm coming home. I said, you sure? He said, Mama. He said, I can't let my brother be another statistic. He said, I led by example. And I got to make sure that Malik do better than me. We always set standards, right? So my standards are high, so he has got to be higher. So I'm coming home. But in the midst of all of that, Malik was playing AU basketball. And I got to give Coach Jay and Coach Chuck props. They, they here now. We play AU basketball starting in sixth or seventh grade, ripping and running, Tuesdays and Thursdays, peanut butter jelly sandwiches, me and Tasha and Tim getting on the road, taking them up there to practice and to play basketball. In Atlanta, on a Tuesday and Thursday night, every Saturday, every weekend, we was in Swanee or we was somewhere. But Coach Jay told me, he said, Sabrina, Malik need to play football. I said, you think so? He said, I know so. 
So when him himself as a legend, he are known in Atlanta to say that, that stuck out. Me and Tim talked about that. So Malik started doing football camps in the seventh grade, Under Armour, Adidas, all sorts of elite camps. So I told Malik, I said, Malik, I said, you got to make a decision in what you want to do, basketball or football. He said, man, I want to do both. So what me and Tim did, we sacrificed. I sacrificed from him being in the seventh grade, T being at Vadosta. We sacrifice everything to make sure Malik is where he at today. And I can't do nothing but get high praise to my husband because Malik is a stepson. He didn't have to put the work in, but he did. Malik would come home on a Wednesday say, or Thursday and say he gotta be in Oregon on Friday for the Nike camp. I booked the flight, Tim said, let go. He gotta go to LSU, he gotta go to Florida. Every weekend from his ninth, from his 10th grade year on up, Coach Nelson can tell you, we was on the road. We was on the road, recruiting, recruiting. And I told him, I said, when he told his ACL in the ninth grade, I said, Malik, you got to make a decision now because it's either going to be football or basketball. And Coach Jay told me he needs to stick to football. And that's what we did. He committed to football. It wasn't my decision, his decision. So he committed to football. And once he committed to football, I seen the passion in him was getting stronger and stronger. So we, we supported it. We invest in it. I tell everybody, young parents coming up with kids playing football or any sports, invest in your child because it'll pay off in the end. I'm a living witness. It paid off for us. And one thing I always told him, told both of them, you go to school, you get your college education. Don't leave it on the table. You walk away with it because football is, NFA is not for long. I said, so, you get that college education. Nobody can take it away from you. When Malik called me and told me he was graduating from the University of Georgia, I just, I fell on my knees. Because most people look at African-American boys go to school on an academic scholarship, they ain't gonna do nothing but play sports. But I'm here to tell you, when he told me that, I fell on my knees and I gave God all the praise because he beat the odds. And after that journey, he graduated, he went to the um, Reese Bowl. We talked every day and I always told him to stay prayerful in every situation you make or everything you do in life, stay prayerful. He have two favorite scriptures that he constantly stay on and read all the time. And one of them is Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six. I said, trust in God, he will direct your path. No matter what you do in life, he gonna direct your path. And I always tell him, Jeremiah 2, 11, Jeremiah 29, 11. It's God's plan. 
Whatever you do is God's plan. Nobody can take his plan away from you because he have a blueprint on everybody's life. And whatever that blueprint is, it's for you. I can't take it away. So when he went to the recent bowl, he told his ACL, he called me. I was at work. And my heart dropped because my son is in the NFL draft. You don't want those type of injuries going into the draft. So I called T. I said, T, we got to go. They said, uh, Malik said, tore his ACL. I called Tim. He was in Augusta. I'm thinking, I got to wait till Tim get from Augusta. T get home. I could be in Alabama. But I waited. He told me to wait, Mama. They're going to do an MRI. His agent called and told me, just wait. I said, well, I'm right here if you need me. So when he called me back the next day and he said, Mama, he said, I told my ACL. I said, Malik, it's just a setback. You're an overcomer. We're going to be all right. Stay prayerful. Trust and believe in God because he didn't bring you this far to leave you. I said, as long as God got breath in my body and I got knees to get down on, that's what I'm going to do. And I have been that praying mother from day one. And I'm going to continue to be that parent that's going to pray constantly for my child, no matter what. So after he went through that setback with his ACL injury, we went to Pepsi-Cola, stayed down there a month. He said, Mama, don't leave. I said, well, OK, I'm just going to stay a month. You know, you got you to gotta make it. You know, just trust and believe. Stay prayerful. So he, he called me several times I could hear in his voice. And I said, Tasha say, I talked to Malik. He don't sound right. I said, no, nah, I said, but something in my spirit saying we need to go, Pepsi Cola. She said, well, let go. So we went. He was so happy to see us because he was there by himself. I didn't want to leave him. Tim said, Sabrina, we can stay long as you want to. I said, well, we got to let him try it on his own. So we did. We did that. But when we went back to visit him, he was so happy to see us. And when you go through something like that, it sets you back. You, have a, you can have a mental breakdown. And I saw that. I saw that in him. So I prayed harder. And I comfort him where I was hurt, I was broken. But I couldn't let him know that. Because I was dealing with, he was dealing with what he was going through. So I had to, I had to stay strong for him. And I did. I did. And I told Tim, I said, this something when Malik get ready to do this, we do the draft. I said, it's in God's hand. He was a second, third round drop prospect. He dropped because of his injury. So when he dropped, the day of the draft, first day, I was okay with it. I was okay. The second day of the draft, I said, okay, we got, we got, a, we got a bulldog. They just picked Eric Stokes. They just picked Eric in the second round. I said, Malik, you know, stay prayerful first. Stay prayerful. Stay prayerful. So 
Some of his teammates, Monty, some of his other teammates got drafted. So this third day, that was the last day. I went to the bathroom, I cried. Tusa was at my house. She said, Brenda, don't worry about it. She said, we got there, girl. It ain't over yet. I said, it's not. I said, I just, she said, we got to be strong for Malik. We want to break down and start crying, but we prayed. So in the midst of saying that, after that last pick, I seen the frustration every day. It's the worst thing I ever been through. When you know where you're heading, where you want to be, and your stop drop, and nobody calling. Everybody getting picked except you. So I witnessed all of that. And that last day, when T came in the house, T went outside. I saw the frustration on T and Malik. But I'm still strong. I was still strong, holding it together for them. But at the same time, I trusted God. I trusted God. My faith is strong. So when he got several calls to see how T analyzed everybody that was calling him, breaking down, who coming, who what, what vets coming in, how many free agent they had, that's the real brother keeper there. That was the real brother keeper. So when he broke it down and told Malik what the deal was, T said, Malik said, what you think? He said, Kansas City. He said, let go. He said, time to put the work in. And ever since then, they've been working, faithfully, faithfully. So with that being said, not only he won the Super Bowl with T, you did too. You did too, because you put countless hours in. And I appreciate that. To hear more from Ms. Mays and the other speakers, find us on YouTube. Just search for Monroe County Schools. In less than two weeks, the students of KB Sutton Elementary will take us on a magical trip down the Yellow Brick Road. I spoke with director Sandy Watson about this fantastic production of The Wizard of Oz. All right, Ms. Watson, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Now, we are super excited, me especially, because you are bringing one of my all-time favorite stories to life on the stage in less than two weeks. Tell us what's going on with the KBS actors. They are learning their lines. Hopefully, they already know them, but we're, we're getting there, and they are, they are so excited, starting to use props, um, showing up for practice, making those hard choices of what they're well, what practice they're going to, whether it's our practice or baseball or, or basketball or what have you, but um, learning what it's all about and just enjoying it. They're, they are so excited. I'm excited too. I mean, it Me is too. not every day you get to go down the Yellow Brick Road and celebrate Oz in this kind of fashion. And I know for you, this one's kind of special because you tried to do this and then the world shut down. So right. now we finally get to bring the Wizard of Oz to life. What do people need to watch for? What special moments do you have? Wow, what? Well, a little history on the Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. 
it, The Wizard of Oz was the first movie where color was introduced on the screen to the audiences. So when Dorothy opened up the door to Munchkin Land, color exploded. So we are trying to emulate that on stage with the Munchkins. We'll go from um, the backdrops being in what we call sepia, which was the, the um, brown, gray, black and white visual to full on color. And so all of our costumes for the Munchkins is, are very vibrant and the dances are very active and so it will just be a sea of color and an explosion. So that's going to be pretty special, I think. Um, the actors are just precious. Oh. And so um, they really get into their part and they really bring it home and make it believable. So I think that, that's, that's, that's exciting to see. Well, I can tell you from the color standpoint, I see some of the costumes in her room right now, and it is going to be fabulous. And these kids, I know you announced the cast, I want to say it was right before Christmas, because I know some kids that already started working on their lines over the yes. Christmas break. Can't wait to see this. And a little birdie told me, or maybe I should say a little bug told me, that as you have done in the past, you were bringing sort of a bonus scene to life for the kids. Can you tell us about it? I can. The jitterbug scene was a deleted scene in the movie. Um, there's a there's a line that the Wicked Witch says to Nico, the head monkey, flying mm -hmm. monkey, and says, I have sent an insect to go before you to take the fight out of them. And so the insect are the jitterbugs. And, and what was what they're supposed to do is to come in and bite each one, Dorothy the Tin Man, the Scarecrow, Toto, and the Lion, and it makes them jitter and dance until they are exhausted so that when the flying monkeys swoop in, there is no fight left in Dorothy and her gang, and they simply just take them. So it is a very fun, very active, very um, exciting jitterbug scene. Well, if you've never seen it on the bonus features, it's an incredible scene. It's one of my favorites. And to this day, I'm still sad that it's not in the actual movie. Me too, me too. So I can't wait to see what these kids do. And I know that sounded a little scary, but I promise it's a lot of fun to watch. Your kids are yes. going to love it. Yes. Now, how many kids do you have involved in this this year? About 88. 88. That includes backstage, help, and all the actors. And most of the, most of the characters, um, actors, have dual roles. Okay. They are either a munchkin and a monkey, or an Ozian and a, and a um, winky, so that they, they have to do a costume change, uh, which is going to be quite interesting. <laughs> but um, So they're having to do dual roles, which is just, just exciting for them. So they are really getting prepared for moving up in theater through <laughs> the years. That's, that's the hope. That's what we're trying to do. You know, uh, we, we, we preach, as all, uh, as all directors do, there are no small roles, and no small actors, just small, you know. And so you gotta make it as big as you want to make it, um, be as good at that part as you possibly can, and uh, they take it seriously. That is so exciting. I can't wait to see it and see how these kids do on stage, because your shows are always phenomenal. Well, thank you, thank you. And I do have to ask, because it is not a secret anymore, since this is your last big production in this role. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> What advice do you have for the next person taking this on? Um, 
just be passionate about it. Um, the kids, the kids will be just as passionate as you are. And so if you come in and you're excited about it and you're prepared and you, you know your stuff and, um, then they will, they'll, they'll follow suit and they'll rise to the occasion. So it's just fun and solicit some help. Absolutely. <laughs> and the, and the, and the teachers here are fantastic. Julie Spence, Holly Easterling, um, Ms. Parks, Mrs. Sparks, they, they all just come in and, and do whatever is necessary and it's all voluntary and it's wonderful. I can tell you as a theater mom who has had children in Ms. Watson's productions, you just do an amazing job thank and you. all of the kids are blessed to have you in their lives. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We know you've, you've got big challenges ahead, new territory, but we're going to get oh. through this one more show, see those fabulous kids out there. We're looking at March 15th and 16th. That is a Wednesday and Thursday. Correct. 7 p.m.? 7 p.m. $5 to get in, bring the whole family. You're going to love it. It is going to be a great production. I'm super excited. Ms. Watson, thank you so much for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Again, The Wizard of Oz will take the stage on March 15th and 16th, that's a Wednesday and Thursday, at the Fine Arts Center. Tickets are $5, cash or check only. The show starts at 7 p.m. The Mary Persons golf team is teeing off on a new season, and this year, they're under the direction of a new coach. MPTV's Hayden Walker sat down with Coach Easterling for a preview of the season. I'm Hayden Walker. And I'm Coach Easterly. And this is an interview for the about the golf MPHS team. So how long have you been coaching? Uh, this is my 14th year coaching at the middle or high school level any sport. Now, as far as coaching golf, this is my first year coaching golf. Mm -hmm. So you'd say you're relatively new to it? Very new, okay. very new, brand new. So since you're so new, what motivated you to actually coach it? Um, you know, I, I don't know that I, I just enjoy coaching in general. Um, now, there there were several sports that were offered. Um, I enjoy playing golf in my free time, even though I'm not very good at it. Uh, so I guess there was some motivation there. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you guys do to practice? Well, so we actually not started practice until next Monday. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll split our practice time between Forsyth Golf Club and River Forest. Um, and uh, certain days we'll have drills, you know, chipping, putting, those kind of things. And then some days we'll go out and actually, you know, play several holes in groups. Hmm. Uh, is there anything that excites you about being a golf coach? Uh, just, you know, uh, working with um, working with student athletes. Hopefully, you know, golf's one of those things. There's not a lot of sports you can do after you graduate from high school or college, but golf is one of those things you can do until you're 100 if you want to. So, uh, you know, trying to create um, – student athletes who, who become lifelong golf players mm -hmm. uh, I guess that's that's the exciting part have you learned anything new by being a coach yet um, a, a lot now not as far as golf goes but just as far as like managing a program from top to bottom you know creating schedules and calendars and uh, you know handling physicals and eligibility and all that kind of stuff so uh, again, we don't start practice till next week. I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot more once we get started, but on that end of it, yeah, I've learned a, a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I know you haven't started much yet, but like, do you plan on doing it in the future more? 
Um, yeah, I mean, as long as they'll, you know, keep letting me do it, I, I plan on doing it for for as long as they'll let me. You know, if we go out and have a terrible season, they they may tell me to retire, but uh, <laughs> hopefully not. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the questions I had. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, Hayden. Before we go, we want to remind you about the new season of shows at the Monroe County Fine Arts Center. This year's concert series features Susie Boggess, Sail On, a Beach Boys tribute, and returning holiday favorites, Voctive. And that's not all. A season ticket will also admit you to the Saturday night performance of Les Miserables, brought to life by the students of Mary Persons. If you want to see all four of those shows, go ahead and get your season ticket for just $100. That's right, four shows for $100. You can't beat that. Just visit our website, monroe.k12.ga.us, and choose Fine Arts on the homepage. Season tickets are only available through March 10th, so act fast and purchase your seats today. Thank you for tuning in to MCS Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week. Remember to be a champ. And as always, go dogs. The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools. <laughs>